and welcome back to Chicks and Balls, the podcast, a sports podcast by women about more than women's sport. On today's show, for better or for worse, it is our last episode of the year. So we are handing out some winners of awards to things that, you know, we just thought were important to highlight for the year of sport that we've had so far. And of course, we will be thinking about the uh, last milestone on the calendar for us this weekend, which is, of course, the NRL and NRLW Grand Finals. But before we get into it, thank you for tuning in and thank you to everyone who has tuned in all year. We love having you. You probably know this by now, but my name is Marley Silva. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Keely Silva, Georgia Moore and Nico Hines. I'm back. I'm feeling much better this week too. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yes, we don't have to cut out a lot of bits of you going, no, I don't want to talk about it from like last week. I'm sorry. Sorry, listeners. I know you're disappointed that I wasn't a big part of last show, but I'm here today and it's our last show of the year. And I've got some owl. great awards. How good's the owl? Like, oh, yeah. you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, beautiful. Well, we'll start as we always do, asking how everyone's week is. And we'll go over to London first. Georgia Moore, how is your week? Getting cold. And I feel like this is the time where everyone's like, see. Um, but no, really good week. I have recently gotten very into cycling um, and I got a new bike and I fell off it on the weekend. So that pretty much sums up my week, the highs and lows. Um, Are you cycling okay. in By the lycra? way, no one was injured, just my ego a little bruised. Um, no, no lycra, <laughs> casual wear only. Um, but no, week was good, nothing to complain about, nothing overly. Actually, I'm going to Italy this weekend. That's probably something exciting to report. Whereabouts? Um, Sicily. Beautiful. Which I am really excited for. And then Morocco, Africa, the week after that. So I suppose a little bit of exciting things happening. That's very uh, fun. Morocco. No, but Af- yeah, Africa. Escaping the cold. What's in Morocco? What are you going to do in Morocco, Georgia? Um, we are spending a night in the Sahara Desert. Who's we? are going we? to see uh, <laughs> me and the dear friends. Going to who's your dear friend? Doing some hiking. His name is Robert. Oh, do listeners know this? I don't know. Actually, Uh, oh, maybe. Is that a boyfriend, Robert? I mean, I don't think it's a secret, but I also don't think anyone cares enough for me to talk shit about it on here. So yeah. (laughs) Oh, George has got a boyfriend, everyone. She's off the market. It's more than any of us can say. So she's got one up on all of us. Yeah. There you go. Round of applause. Georgia Moore got a boyfriend over in London. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Keely, how was your week? Oh, yeah. Are you um, going to make some babies in oh, Nicholas, the Sahara Desert? Stop it. Stop it. Come on. Okay. Anyways. Um, I'm not entertaining that with an answer. Wrap it before you okay, tap we it. Like, we like baby making. What? Yeah. I said wrap it before you tap it. If you don't want to, make a baby. Uh, Safe sex. Are you important. Keely. Nah, that's boring. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> that is so boring. We're in 2022. We have things that can... Yeah, okay. I don't know if we... Is this a sexual education podcast now? This is not what we talk about. You're not human if you haven't had chlamydia. Title of the episode. That's too much. Anyway. How are we going to have a freaking bang here, people? Mum listens to this. I'm hey, also. <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about my week. Go on then. But does, do we really care? Yes. Okay. I don't know. Do you? Go kill yourself. Thanks. Talk to how your week was at work and you nah. touch footy. Nah, yeah, I was really touch got cancelled on Sunday. Anyway, 
my week was good. Um, I've just started house sitting. I have to be real adult. Um, so far, so good, guys. I have survived. It's been five days and I'm okay. Uh, for all those who don't believe in me, will ask me in a month. How old are you? 25. 25 years old and she's. this is the first time no, well, I've been out of home oh without a parents. Kelly yeah. Silver, this is a big deal. I'm fine. What's more important though is talk about the little rats you're looking after. <laughs> That's really mean. If but they're Ebony, cute. They're, but they're so rats. cute. They're dogs. Yeah, Chihuahua. They're rats. You're saying this about dogs when you're a dog lover. Yeah, yeah but you're I feel cute. On you. They were all over me. Chihuahua, Baxter, and then a pug cross. It's a um, Jack Russell, isn't it? Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And she is Cardi, as in like Cardi, Cardi B. B. Buddy, buddy, it's buddy. so good. Um, and I was going to say, oh, I was really sad about the Swans on the weekend. Mm. It was a really average game. I enjoyed the other two games though. Yes. Of foot of NRL. Of and football. NRLW football. was also oh, really good. Sick. So I'm really keen for the grand finals this weekend. That is all. On to the next. Nicholas, how was your week? My week was, considering how down and hungover I was, I got back on the horse. Yeah, you, yeah, did. you did. Went out Wednesday night. Went out, oh, Prezzo Friday night, went out Saturday night, went back home, visit family and friends. Uh, wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Same old home, go back there every time, think it's going to change, but it doesn't. But anyway, I'm back in Cronulla. You're prepping for a big, long I'm weekend. prepping for a big, long weekend. I haven't had a long weekend in a long time, so. Scary. This is it. This is nervous. I'm making my long weekend debut this year, I think, on the piss. Oh, really? I've been on the piss this year in a long weekend, so. Oh, welcome. Amazing. Friday, well, Saturday, can Sunday. Your daughters. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> it's just going to get worse as we go through this episode. I was just going to say, as an observer of you getting back on the horse, I said to you yesterday that on Friday night, and we would probably agree, Keely, we saw Nico later in the night. And don't you think he just seemed like a free bird? Just a happy, joyous. Yeah, just enjoying. Happy person. And after the way you started the week, it <laughs> made me very happy. It just seems like you're, you know. Free and ready to rip in, so yes. Maybe after Prezzo, I let go of yeah. the season and I was ready to rip in. And, and you, oh, well, you were a bit heavier with a couple of trophies you picked up, but... No, no, we don't talk yeah, about it. We keep it humble on this podcast, don't we, ladies? <laughs> no. I don't know. And I did, you finish, don't. I did finish the night well. Yeah, you no. did. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? How was no, your no, 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 no. Sorry. That's, that's Marley, bit, that's Marley. How was your week? rated did you have a good week? Yes, I no. had a great week. Thank yeah. you for asking. Um, we are already off the rails in this episode, but that's great. So last one of the year, we're allowed to do that. My week was great. I went to Brisbane for Footy Fest on Sunday. Four games of football. Did you shackers? Shackers. To shackers. Footy. It was a big one, big twenty four hours, but great, incredible. Um, yeah, games in the NRLW, and got to call my first international game, which was really really cool. And I'm just feeling really good. I'm feeling great. It feels Stunning. like party season. Our Ugh. great friend Wee Man said that last week. He's like, if it's something about party season. I'm like, yep, that's what it feels like. And it was a bit warmer tonight. Daylight saving starts this weekend. I'm ready to rip in. Stunning. And with Tell that, them the news. Tell them the news. What? What are you doing tomorrow night, Marley Silva? I am going to be on the Dallium red carpet yeah. doing some interviews. Living my dream. Um, so I'm very. You just showed me a dress. He's trying to outdo all the wags. So. Oh, you're wow. such a dick. <laughs> Get that in his back pocket. Yeah, you're waiting. That's why you she showed that me one up. She goes, look, this is going to be way better dressed than any of the girls there. What time is Dalliams, people, by the way? I you guys don't, don't know, but I did get a sneak peek of the dress in your B-reel, Marley, and I'm a big fan. Oh, I'm thank excited. you. Uh, I didn't think you could see it like that clearly. She's it's a good, garment bag. She's good. <laughs> no, <but> I, am, <laughs> I am a super stalker, but also I knew the dress. So yes, I could sort of see you the outline. Would know. I was like, I know exactly yes. what that is. Okay, well, there you go. Um, 
And with that, we'll get into the first segment. Feedback feels with kills. Welcome to the last feedback feels of the year, which feels a little bit sad. But hey, if you've got more feedback for me, just my personal feedback, feel free. Let me know. <laughs> throughout the summer. Throughout, throughout the summer. If you've got anything to tell me, just let me know. Um, I actually see her out Disco Tongue and give it a rate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me actually yes. collect them. Please give me a rating out of 10. That'd be great. But the um, boys or the people, the, the onlookers? Both. There would be Ooh. a lot of factors to take into that. It's like the publicness of it. <laughs> what the boy looks anyway, like. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, the passion where the hands are. Okay, this is all because of Nico. I know. I know this is all because of Nico. This I'm sorry. And now it sounds like a thing. I would like to acknowledge the, the more the <laughs> <laughs> more family because Meg and Harry both sent feedbacks this week. I don't know if you read them. You've read them? No, I don't have any socials at the moment, so go up. I'm more impressed that Harry was engaged. Oh no, no. When you hear what Harry said, you're going to be like, of course, Harry said that. Um, so oh, now I'm scared. No, don't be scared. Meg sent a really nice video of a nine-year-old in um, Melbourne who hit a hole in one. Oh, got the hole in one. I did see that. Yeah. So um, at Northcote Public School. Oh no, Public Golf Course over the weekend. Um, he burst into tears. The video is really cute. Maybe we'll share it. It's really nice. But that's like it's not really feedback, but it's nice that Meg sent it. I think she was probably like share this. Um, but I read, I wanted to share that anyway. Can I just say, I have been off Meg is like, love you, Meg, but I've been off socials for like over a month now and every day she comes home and goes, oh my God, did you see this? And I'm like, no, stop sending me things. I'm not looking at them. Is Meg over there with you? Know, you? As you are. Yeah, we live together. That's hectic. Yeah. Fun. Does she like Robert? Great fun. She's coming to Sicily this weekend. Really? Oh yeah, she does like Robert. Well, I think that's a plus. <laughs> Then Harry Moore sends this. The first sentence is great. It says, a bit of feedback for, and then it says, F-B-F-W-K. What? Feedback feels like kills. kills. Oh, yeah. that's good. Regarding the end of goats in sport. He sends an article, a comparative analysis of competitive balance between a closed and open. I'm going to read the whole. Anyway. It's Did he make another spreadsheet? No, no, it's not a spreadsheet. He just like sent an article fully analyzed it i am gonna read it because i need he's gone to a lot of effort um and he said this article discusses the situation um in the context on league but the intro has some good background that applies to all pro sport i reckon in the regards of goats um so we will read this i will actually read this because he's gone to the effort thanks harry um but yeah i thought you'd like that one g yeah go on yeah um, and then there was one last one from a girl whose Instagram name is Meg Isabella. And she said, hello, offering feedback. So Keely has something to talk about this week. <laughs> <laughs> and then similar to Harry, you're talking about the goat era. Um, she said she thinks it's on its way out purely because sport has become more accessible. Um, so the talent pool grows the opportunity for someone to dominate. And then she said, it's low key, the absolute heart of my week to hear you three and occasionally Nico talk about sport. It means I don't have to always deal with random men on Twitter. It's <laughs> oh, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but that's all from me. Thanks, Keely. Signing off. Thank you for uh, your feedback this year. It has been oh. fantastic. Oh, I don't know. That was Oh, you're celebrating. Oh, my God, sorry. <laughs> that was my phone. <laughs> um, yes. Now it's time for a segment that we call Around the Grounds, where we usually talk about the biggest headlines in sports media from the week gone by. But this year, uh, this uh, not this year, today, today, t- t- it, today, Junior. Instead, 
we are going to be handing out some awards. So Blake did a great job of this last year. We'll get him to play some awards music right about now. off on this, our night of nights with ticks and balls, we have the male athlete of the year. This is to honour someone who is a man, who is an athlete and who has done some things that have been uh, a, athletic. Uh, athletic and, and are, are like, fantastic yep. and have made us happy for many, many reasons. So the nominees are. The nominees are. I just said that. What's with the echo? My voice was better <laughs> than yours. Because she has to be. The nominees are Eloide Kiptoch, who is a marathon runner who just a couple of days ago took 30 seconds of his men's marathon world record in Berlin, taking it to two hours and one minute and nine seconds. Cool. That's fast, man. Jeez, that's very fast. The second nominee is Paddy the Baddie. With his iconic bowl cut, cut. Ooh. I don't talk. And his breakout year in the UFC. We are putting him on this list not only because of what he's achieved in the few fights that he's absolutely smashed, but also because of a moment you really loved this year, Keely. Yes. Um, when he shared his emotional uh, experience of the week when he won that big fight uh, about mental health and awareness because he had a close friend who committed suicide. It was a really nice moment and it went international. Beautiful. Worldwide. Worldwide. It's the worldwide. It's the worldwide. <laughs> the next nominee that we have on this list is George Miller, who is 75 years old and became the oldest Com Games gold medalist in history, winning for in the Parabols mixed pairs. And another one is Alex the Great Volkanovski. I'm adding him because he's now the pound for pound best UFC fighter in the world and he's the Australian champion. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a bit different to some other awards nights because our deciding of who the winner is is actually open door policy. And this is the moment where we get to discuss who should win this and why. Thoughts, feelings. Marathon. You start, Georgia. What's his name? Yeah, I'm going to go your lead, if that's how you say it. Mainly because of the night campaign that came along with it. And it was like the human race just got faster. And I was like... That is pretty bloody sick, like being the only person in the world that can like achieve what he has just achieved. So I would say he's, he's making us all faster. Go with him. I've, I thought the same. It was the Nike ad that got it for me. I'm going Alex the Great. He's Aussie unbiased. Pound but, for pound. Paying the pound for pound best fighter in the world. That's no easy feat. That is pretty amazing. And he used to play rugby league too. He used to be yeah. a front rower and he's freaking weighed like 80 kilos. That is very impressive. I'm going to go with the marathon runner. <laughs> so the winner is Eloide Kibchodge, whose name I've butchered, certainly. But how can you give someone an award if you don't even know how to pronounce his name? Because we know who he is. <sighs> and don't argue. you can't. Pretty girls against money, people. Majority rules, man. They're all going to back me up. If anyone disagrees with who we pick, let us know. Yep, let but me know. He's as Georgia said, he's made no, human it's beings it's cool. be able to it's run awesome. faster. And I still can't run faster. Oh. I'm still slow. I don't know if we should have let him be a part of the voting process. <laughs> sure, yeah. hey, there's always going to be someone on here with whoa, 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 whoa. This is bigger than you. This is bigger than you. <laughs> no, nah, I can't run faster. If this guy's going to make people run faster, I need to see it happen. 
Now. Well, it, you just need to watch him run and it certainly makes me want to run faster. Like the memes the two of you sent to me while I was running today. <laughs> it made me run we'll faster. We'll put a video up on Chicks and Boards of what you look like when you run. And we'll I lose should, followers. <laughs> well, congratulations. Round of applause. We'll put those sound effects in. And the next award we have is Female Athlete of the Year. Some really exciting things. I actually... I'm going to be biased here, but I think the females did more exciting things than the males did this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'll correct you. Mate, let's listen to the list and then you can correct me. And the nominees are Sam Kerr. She became the first woman on the cover of International FIFA on the game, which is pretty bloody cool. Steph Gilmore wins her eighth WS world title. God, we're being a bit um biased with the Aussies, aren't we? Emma McKeon, she won the most um, – Gold medals at the Com Games ever, ever, ever. And then Serena Williams for obvious reasons and also her retirement, sad face. Amazing, amazing moments. Um, I would have to say this is much harder to decide. Uh, and like we mentioned Sam Kerr's being on the cover of FIFA, but that's not to talk about the, the accolades she's won. And the know, golden boots. The golden boot again and went all like, this sort of stuff. Yeah, so she's no. a freak. And I saw her in well, real How life. do you top that? She's my I way. think I'm going to be yeah, – I'm voting for Sam Kerr. G Moore. I mean, Emma McKeon though. Freaky. I know. That's, I'm really tossing up between those two. I think Emma McKeon, like that is one of the most incredible achievements to be the highest holder of gold medals ever, male or female in history. But I do think Sam's appearance is probably doing more for women worldwide. I would say that's going to have a much bigger reach and more impact. So I'm going to have to vote Sam. We didn't really discuss the parameters by which we were handing out these awards, did we? (laughs) So Sam? I'm going to go... You're going Emma McKean. Emma McKean. Okay. I mean, and we didn't even talk about the fact that Serena retiring, but... It, it, that's a beautiful story. That, right? might, that's it, not exactly, that might come up in another award. That's not actually, and like to me, that's not, it's not like she won the yeah, US yeah, Open. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> no, no disrespect. No, no, no. But I, my vote's going to go with Emma McCain. Sam Kerr. And, and the winner is Sam Kerr. What a freak. The next award we have is probably more a bit chicks and balls speed. It is the Piss Taker Award where we want to just acknowledge some of the funnier off-field moments in sport for the year. And the nominees are... Weak gutted dog gate. Fresh out of the NRL. If you don't know what we're talking about, may I suggest a quick pause and Google. Second nominee is... Hans Nyman and the chess world blowing up in flames <laughs> after hot cheating accusations. He is new on the scene. He's 19 years old and he took down the world champion of the past decade and has just caused an absolute ruckus in the chess world. Uh, a more recent event, Jeremy Cameron losing his Premiership Geelong medal on a cow in a paddock late that night and can't buy a second serve the now iconic line from the Wimbledon uh, fan during Nick Kyrgios's match this year. This is another Nick, tough Your thoughts? Yeah, oh, this sorry. Is yeah. Me? This uh, is a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The weak gutted dog is That's pretty real. ruthless. <laughs> yeah. You're and a weak gutted dog now and he was a weak gutted dog back in the day. <laughs> That's like 
That's next level. And so. I think it's something that's going to have longevity, like the phrase "we're well, going to dog." I think. No, I know the story. No, the guy, what's his name? Salmon is going to still might be suing him. Legal actions, yeah. yeah. So. Defamation. Defamation. We'll take that out of it. I liked all the memes that came out yeah. of it as yeah. well. <laughs> the Batuta Advocates article about like a Labrador with a stomach problem <laughs> was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I, I sort of liked it because everyone's so nice to each other in rugby league and professional sport now. It's sort of cool to see someone real. just go bang. And it had to be Ricky. That. Yeah, it of course to. it was going to be Ricky. Um, so like with the, you know, respect to Jamin Salmon, who I'm sure went through it, um, the phrase for me, it's the it's the weak gutted dog phrase that I'm glad's part of the lexicon now. So for Losing me, your premiership ring. It's on a cow. Have you seen the video? <laughs> it's no. amazing. Oh and he my goes, god! It's for all of us. As the cow runs away, oh, that's beautiful. mine for sure. Iconic. That is the best. I love a good Mad Monday story, and that is just a great way to celebrate your medals on a cow. I mean, the chess thing is pretty wild too. Hey Georgia, you sent that in our group message. This happened this week. He did volunteer to play naked in a glass box to prove that he wasn't cheating. Too, which <laughs> I just feel is a pretty ballsy call from a chess player at 19 years of age. Um, but no, I am going to have to say Jeremy Cameron takes the cake. I just also think it was so quintessential Geelong. Why were they in a paddock? Like yes. Sydney Swans wouldn't have been in a paddock if they won. Like it was just super country, super Jeremy Cameron. And I love cows, so that wins for me. Yeah. All right. What are our votes? The cow? The cow. Cow. The cow. Boo. And the winner is. You have an animal involved. Yay. The cow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now for time for our tearjerker award. And if you're smart like myself and Keely, not Marley or Georgia, you probably understand what this means. It's a story or a person who made us hit us in the fields hit us in the fields of kills <laughs> yeah and gave us a little bit of a tear um nominations are boom 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 <laughs> federer and nadal when federer cr- cried when he no they both cried they both cried it was a really emotional moment federer emotional. retiring obviously serena I, I and venus retiring just serena there, oh, just there serena. is no serena without venus yeah that's that was the quote that's the quote okay that's the one then uh Sam Morfitt, what's that? Sam Morfitt? Oh, okay. Yes, I know this one. Sam Morfitt, the Geelong Waterboy celebrities post-grand final win. Um, you've seen, was it their captain? Geelong captain? Yeah. One of the John players went over and grabbed him over the fence. Um, really Joel nice. Selwood. Yeah. He, that, was, that was cool. That was yeah, so that was I really sat there nice. and I think I found seen it on TikTok and yeah. I saved it. I, wonder, I, should have, I was going to post it on my Instagram, but I f- bloody forgot, which I did now because that was bloody unreal to see. Uh, Kyle Chalmers speaking up about mental health in the Com Games. Yeah. I'll let you guys touch on that a bit more. And the final nominee is for the Big Freeze ad with personality speaking is Neil Denneher. Yes. Discuss people. What do we want there? This is quite hard. hard. What made your eyes water the most? All of them. But you guys know it's very easy to make me cry. I I cried most at Federer and Nadal. That's the the most tears I shed were Federer and Nadal. But I really like Sammy from Geelong. Can I say... That the one that I cried the most at was Serena and Venus. I thought about my sister. Oh, don't. Kiki Baba. Give it a rest, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Georgia? I think for me, like, Federer and Nadal is so hard to look past because that made me so emotional and just, like, everything leading up to and surrounding that. And I think just, like, 
you can see how much they love and respect each other and like how much they've been through. But I do have to say the big freeze takes the cake for me. I sobbed watching that ad. And then as I was thinking of nominees for this category, I found it again and cried again. It's just unbelievable. And I think the work that is coming to fruition because of Neil and the work that he does just is unbelievable and is undoubtedly changing lives. So I have to say the big freeze ad. What about you, Nicholas? Uh do you, but anyway, I've, I feel more connected with the Serena Venus thing after watching. Now, oh, hey, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. King Richard. King Richard. Yeah. I don't think I would have felt connected to it uh, unless I watched that movie and I watched it and I really respected that movie. That was cool as, um, I don't know if that's going to take the cake for me. I think Sammy was, <laughs> that's probably, I watched that video the most and um, to see, how do I word this? To see that like, you know, the Down syndrome kind of people in our sport and the way they, how much emotion they feel and connect to our sport because that's their life, you know, and they, they live and breathe it just as much as we do and um, they would love to be on that field, taking the field, winning a premiership and they're just as much as important with that club as to the players are. So I reckon um, that takes the cake for me. That's awesome. Do you know what I love the most about that video is like Joel's whole body and face like his emotion when he spots Sam in the crowd, like it's kind of filming him first and his whole body just like relaxes and you can just see how like delighted and excited they both are to share that moment. Like it is such a special video and like, yeah, it it is beautiful. That's awesome. I loved that. This is hard. We have picked all different nominees. So I wonder. I come up with this. um, What's your last? I was going to say, what's your last say? Um, just quietly, I'll come up with this segment. Who'd you pick? I picked Serena and Venus. I think and it's going to be one, one, one. Oh, those two are going to go semi. That's semi's the winner. No, Keely didn't say semi. No, I was going Roger and Dahl. Oh, it's one all. And for me, like it was all the reflection. You know, Serena. Yeah, she everyone's a winner. Sport. Give them all a medal. <laughs> you know what? One for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they all get a medal. You get a medal. Well, they're hypothetical medals anyway. We love things that make us cry. Yes. We love it. So we're all about hey, it. We don't have rules here, so we can break them. Okay. Yeah. Everyone gets yeah. Woo. Woo. <laughs> all right. So it's time for Nico's Novelty Awards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what? Props on the name. I respect that. Yeah, you're welcome. The first Novelty Award is the Myth Award. Anyone have a, any Ooh. idea what the Myth Award the might myth be award. and who would it go to? Is it someone who doesn't live in this country? It could be. So the Myth Award goes to Georgia Moore and the reasoning behind that is because, you know, she moved to the other side of the world, one you don't hear from her, then she decides to get a boyfriend <laughs> and then you don't even hear from her anymore. So you are the That's Myth, Georgia Moore. The myth, it's like the, the man, the myth, the legend. We used to live in Melbourne oh, together, we were besties and now she doesn't want a bar of me. Pardon me? Can I just point out to the listeners... Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, oh. but one might think a phone works two ways. Oh. Hey, I'm going to have a yarn to you off air about that. This is my segment, so beat it. Okay. <laughs> I'll take the man, the myth, the legend award. Thank you. You're welcome. The next award goes oh. is, I mean, the Mykonos award. And the Mykonos. I'm not really sure who this goes to. <laughs> you. Yeah, the Mykonos award is highlighted by. A certain person on this panel was there over the I was. winter, uh, the European summer, and 
we talk about disco tonguing a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. And she come home and she was bragging about I, so much. So and then much this resonated tongue. a lot. And she said, you know, we had this rule. The boys had this rule. <laughs> Or this game that we'd play. There's always different games, but this one game would have a competition Yay. who can get more disco tonguies. And she told me that she won every time because she found it so easy to oh. pull over there. Amazing. Mum's going to be so proud. Everyone boys, kisses everyone in Europe. <laughs> hey, well, shh. My time. Okay. And if the boys were up, say, like 2-1 or 3-1 or whatever, and she okay, was- Okay, this is you know, exaggerating. Then, no, it's not. Then she would be like, all right, I've got this easy bang. Go away. Come back in half an hour and boost. I'm up. I'm up four three. That so, wear that with pride, Keely. You did the silver. The Mykonos proud. award goes to <sighs> Disco Tongues, Keely Silver. Oh Woo. Woo! Go me! What an award! Yay! <laughs> okay, the third novelty. Oh, God, oh here we go. Is called the Qantas Award. The Qantas. 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 Travel mm. and you guys travel on Qantas a lot. Yeah, true, true. You know, he's a Getting free bloody shit all the time, which bugs me. Okay. Opposed so. to all the free, <laughs> free shit you get. <laughs> <laughs> but free flights helps. Anyway, so the Qantas Award, I'm going to explain what it is. It is for a person on this panel who carries on a lot. And the reason I did Qantas is because she's got more carry on than Qantas. Yeah. So <laughs> we went to watch the little baby sis, Kiki oh. Bubba's Touch Footy. <laughs> No. We went and watched Touch Footy a couple of weeks ago on a Friday night. It was the, the first game, of, first game of the year, and me and Wee Man and Marley travelled out to Tempe, the, Tempe the Velodrome to watch the child's first game. I'm and the child. We rocked up, and then Marley went and sat down on the chairs, and then me and Wee Man didn't sit. One seat away from her, like we didn't sit right next to her. Is like, there she a right of reply? She pretty much wanted us to no, sit in her pocket. None of us got to reply. But because there was plenty of seats there, and rather than sitting one, two, three, right next to each other with our knees so close together, oh, you're a drama queen. You now, when you go to a footy game and like you, it's pretty packed, and you just don't want to sit so close to each other, you can sit a couple seats away. Then you do that. So I sat like two seats away. We men sat also two seats away. Marley. Carried on more than Qantas <laughs> and was literally crying about it, going, Oh, why would you sit why would you sit two seats away from us? Why would you sit two seats away? What the hell? What are you doing that for? And then she was thought I was carrying on because I am a single man and I don't like being seen in public so close with her because I don't people think she's my girlfriend. And really she's family. But she was carrying on about it. Oh, you always do this, you always do this, and then so we finally started talking again because she was off us and then it started raining. So we left and she had an umbrella and she wouldn't let us sit under the umbrella. That's a lie. No, you wouldn't. That's a lie. She said, oh, what? Now you want to sit close to me because it's raining under an umbrella. So she was sooking and wouldn't give us any umbrella. So me and we walked away and went and stood undercover. And then anyway, we leave the game, got in the car. We were having a good time, having a yarn, yarning up about whatever it was. And then literally just before we get home or we got home, she goes, all right, guys, just got to tell you, I'm over it now. Literally, after speaking to us for an hour, <laughs> took her two to three hours to finally say, all right, I'm over it now, There's, guys. There is no so much dramatisation so, of this. Award goes to Marley Silver because she carries on more than Qantas. I'll cop it. She's got, more, she's got more carry on than Qantas. Woo! Okay. Oh, Last novelty. Oh, oh here we go. Is it for you? This is the host of the year. Oh, oh my God. Oh, there's terms and conditions to this award. Oh, I can't yeah. win it. I can't win oh, it. Oh. See how it says still deciding? Oh. So because I'm not a regular host, 
I, You're going to put it I'm to gonna, the people. I'm going to – no, no, no. I'm going to pick right now to you three. I'm going to give give you why and who I should believe. Oh, my I'm gonna God. I'm going to run through his all. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yep. Oh, the producer's just come in. <laughs> <laughs> He's just rang in to my ear and said, Nico, you can win it. So, well done, Nico, host of the year. <laughs> Yeah, sorry girls, producers has come in and told me I'm the host of the year. I was willing to give it to one of you three, but he's fucking sucked. I'm the best. Thank you very much for coming. Oh no, this shows about being that humble. Was, this shows about being humble. Can Nick, you rewind Nico's and replay? Awards. No, no. Can we just re- rewind oh, and replay? Oh, 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 oh. Nico saying this show is humble. Yeah, it is humble. But when I'm when I'm just nominated by the producer who listens to this every week, and he said the fans have spoken. Uh, Nico's novelty awards. Thanks, Nico. Thanks for coming. No, yeah. it was quite good. No, it was quite good. Yeah, I'll give it to you. And Roger after that, that little um, side moment, we come to our final award, which is our sporting moment of the year. And the nominees are. Why oh, do you get to say the final one? Because yeah. I'm truly the host of the year. Oh, wow. Ash Barty winning the Australian Open and leaving us high and dry and retiring. Oh, yeah. Ireland with their historic win over the All Blacks in the rugby. The English Lionesses bringing football home and winning the Euros. And the final nominee being Cameron Smith, the golfer, winning the Open Championship before announcing his move to LIV. Ash Barty is a real front runner for me. Yes. But the... English lionesses winning the Euros and everything around it, the emotion, what it meant for women playing football over there and kind of around the world was pretty special as well. So that's that's my two cents. I ooh, I really enjoyed the lionesses winning the Euros. I enjoyed the dancing on the tables after. I enjoyed all the videos, all the TikToks, all the singing, all that. So I think that's mine. I do think we can go without saying that, like, this podcast is Ash Barty's number one fans, and I don't think we'll ever change in that regard, and I think we can all be, like, by far and wide, she is the goat of our hearts, but as a cultural moment for the year, the Lionesses was just unbelievable. It was something really special to be over here for, the press coverage, the way it has shifted the conversation in worldwide football, like you said, kills the dancing and the TikToks were just second to none. I have to say, as a moment, they they captured it pretty well. Uh, do you know a little fun fact about Ash Barty? So she's my cousin. <laughs> you wish. Anyway, so her mindset coach came up with an idea that to sort of I don't know make it a lot less pressure or have, have a bit of fun in interviews and fun in just life of being a sporting star. So they said that when she does interviews, she has to put like jot in her interviews while she's talking about like a Disney character or a Disney. Um, oh, like challenge to like a sentence, yeah. Ah. So while she's doing interviews, she'd have to say something about Simba or Flying King or like a Kuda Matata or like just ah, anything. Like so, cool. while she's doing an interview, so they challenge like then she'd get like a I don't know certain a thing like I take out for dinner if you drop this many Disney characters or Disney lines in your interview. So if you listen to her interviews. Yeah, you wow. will notice it. Yeah. Wow, so my really mindset cool. coach told me and I was like, that was that's cool as. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So that's fun fact. Yeah. Is that who you voting for? No. <laughs> what about the Sharkies bowing out in straight sets? That's a fucking great sport moment. Oh, <laughs> don't. 
Bum bum. Now, you know what? I like the redemption story of Tamari Martin. It's not going to be one of here, but this is a sporty moment that everyone should know. A few years ago, he got a head knock, couple, and he was beating on the plane and got told he had to retire. Was out of the game for a couple of years and made his redemption this year and played, and he got a upgraded to a three year deal with the New Zealand Warriors. In his home country. We love those kinds of stories. So I think that's a pretty cool story. We love Nico just adding all his own nominees. Yeah. (laughs) Well, half the things he's talking about, I really don't really know much and I'm not up to speed with it. So, Host of the year, everyone. Host of the year. That's why I'm ad lib. I don't plan this stuff. I come on here ad lib and still run this shit. You wrote notes. You wrote notes. Yeah, for my Mad Novelty Awards. Anyway. So what else is on there? No, you've said your piece. No, I don't. Uh, Let's take a vote. Oh, Ireland. Ireland beats the All Blacks. Ireland. He's Ireland. saying Ireland. Ireland. The Irish boys beat Is that All You Blacks. wanted to put that in there, oh, actually. I did. Sure, I sure. did Is that your moment? Uh, yeah, okay. Ireland <laughs> beats All Blacks, and the okay. All Blacks are very hard to beat. Not so much this year. You don't know, man. I said the Lionesses. I agree. And the winner is. No, well. We all voted. You we all voted. She, she said Lionesses. No, nah, not happening. Nico, do you ever listen? No. <laughs> I'm in my own little world. And the winner is the, the English uh, lionesses. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! What a moment! Well, of course, of course, it's the got to be something to do with girls. Oh, We're three girls on here. God. Every award's been about a girl. Wow! Yeah, you, even you guys male are so of sexist. the year. Yeah, it was about a girl. And that brings us to the end of these awards. Well done, everyone. We all put so much work into this into this show. What a way to reflect on it. Give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. Yay! 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 Woo! And now it's time for our final segment of the show, our MVP. For the year. Yes. Our MVPs are really just those big awards we handed out. Instead... We're just going to go straight to our ones to watch. And then, as you said, Keely, our final ones to watch for the year. What we're recommending, because you guys aren't going to have chicks and balls to listen to next week. So you got to, you know, think of some things to fill your time. Georgia Moore, what's your one to watch and your final message for the year? I know we just did a whole episode of MVPs, but I do have to give an honourable mention to my dear friend, Hannah, who I went to watch her play hockey on Friday night and she got to play at the old Olympic Park. Lee Valley Stadium, which is the Olympic thing out here. And she was the MVP on ground that night and she absolutely killed it. She's Captain Fantastic. So Go you, Hannah. As my personal MVP. I hope you but went and got Buck Wild after and scored a disco she tonguey. She actually did. Did she get a t- well, disco tonguey? No, she didn't have a disco tonguey, but she went Buck Wild. It was their team social. But my one to watch, and this will come as a surprise to nobody, is Don't Worry, Darling. I went to watch it. Last Wednesday, it lives up to the hype, in my opinion, and not just because Harry Styles is in it. I actually thought it was a really mental movie, and I'm not good with thrillers and such, but it was wild. Make sure you're in the right mental space for it. And as I'm not going to be here to recommend it to you in a few more weeks' time, also my policeman featuring Harry Styles coming up next at the end of this month, I think. So I'm going to leave you with Harry Styles, as per usual. Keely Silver, you want to watch. My one to watch, also an MVP, but definitely one that you can watch, um, is a guy called Ned Brockman. Um, He's doing this incredible run from Perth in Western Australia um, to to Bondi. Um, 
It's a hundred kilometers a day for forty days. That's his goal to beat the world record. He's raising money for um, homeless people, and yeah, if you look at his Instagram, it's insane. Like the pain he's going through every day. There's really raw photos and videos of him breaking down, and I just. If you ever think you've got head noise, you just go look at his Instagram and you'll get over it straight away. It's amazing. It's insane. For me, like the challenge of the human spirit and everything, the way he's recording it, it's like really unbelievable. 100 kilometres a day for 40 days. That's more than a month. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, get onto his Instagram. Watch it. It's stunning. Final message to the... <gasps> oh, my God. I can't believe I'm not going to speak to you guys. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support always. If you've got feedback, always send them through. I'll always be there. Don't um, forget about... You see my, uh, Achilles Oh, yeah, let out. me know how I go when I'm out and about. Um, bring and can you please bring stage diving back over the summer? Yes, I will personally bring stage I've diving back it. this summer. Um I think that's all from me, over and out. My one to watch is this Sunday, of course, it is the NRL and NRLW Grand Finals, the penultimate game in our rugby league season. We're in for two absolute crackers featured heavily with Western Sydney teams, which is always pretty cool. West is best. Um, I personally am so excited to be on the sideline for the women's grand final. It is, um, yeah, the two new teams who – Two of the new teams who came to the competition at the beginning of the year, para True. the Knights, which is that. really exciting. I think the Knights are on an absolute roll. I think Keely's tip right at the beginning of the season was spot on, I and I think the they will be the winners. But I love seeing the para girls there. We've got some gals that we really love in that side and want them to have a good crack. But um, my biggest focus is obviously the girls game this weekend, but I think it'll be it, it's a it's a great week for Western Sydney. So uh, I also yeah, look for all the crazy fan clean. stuff. That would be my one to watch. And my final message to the listeners of the show is thanks for hanging out with us this year, for sticking with us when we had weird moments of different hosts and um, when Keely and Georgia were off gallivanting and all, all of that and, and kind of we had, you know, moments of missing weeks and, and all that sort of stuff, which we didn't really have last year, I guess, because we were, came out of that like COVID life and things got a bit nuts. So we appreciate it. We think, you know, you guys who are a part of our community who stay so loyal are pretty amazing. And I will give the last words to our I got one to watch. Nicholas Hines. Yeah. Yeah. My one to watch is a bit different. It's a human. Ooh. Toby Rudolph. <laughs> Over summer. Great recommendation. Stunning. This, this is his absolute dream right now. He's on a nine-week break from rugby league. He's been in Sydney. He's just been in Perth. He's going to Bali. And in, I might be meeting him in America if I don't make the World Cup. So if you come across Toby Rudolph in the next nine weeks, go up to him and say hello. See how he's doing. Give him a, Ask for a welfare check. Yeah. But he's going to be having a great time. All positive vibes. Um, go up and say, Nico said to say good day and hope you're doing well. But he's going to be one to watch. Yeah. He's, fu- he's a funny a character. His um, stories have already been great. His stories have been stories. great. He's buzzing. I was on FaceTime today and he's saying, mate, I'm having the best time of my life right now. This is awesome. I'm sitting here feeling lost where he's having the best time. So I need to get on his level. Um, so, yeah, so make sure you keep an eye out for Toby Rudolph if you come, come across his uh, vibe and get on his vibe. Yeah. Another one. Is long weekend this weekend. <laughs> there is going to be plenty of disco tongue in out Woo! wherever it is, wherever you are in Australia. <laughs> you're ready to be on Sunday. You're in the eastern suburbs. You're in Brisbane, Gold Coast, Burley Pav. 
I reckon you should have a look out for the best disco tongue you see, the most yes. passionate. If you can yes. slowly film it, send it to the Dixon Balls. Dixon, Dixon Balls. Chicks and balls. Oh, yeah. sound like you said dicks and balls. Um, yeah, send yeah, it through. Give us a rain. Just give yeah. us a story. Give us yeah. a yarn. Yeah, we want the John Dory. The funniest, the funniest disco tongue you see over the long weekend. Stunning. Absolutely. Stunning. Stunning. Final and word to the- My final word is Keely Silver, George Moore, Marley Silver. You are absolutely fucking welcome. I've joined this show. <laughs> Mic drop. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll do. That'll do, Donkey. Okay.